Broadcasting fee and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. All right. Got some great stuff for you today. My headphones are not working. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, I'll, I'll play with it. All right, um, let's start off with something very exciting to talk about. I've got lots of fun stuff going on in the fashion world that I want to share with you today. First of all, it's winter's approaching, so what a better opportunity than to talk about the Winter Olympics. Yay! I, I'm so excited. I have to say, I've always been a fan, obviously, of watching the Olympics since I was a kid. I mean, this is like childhood memories of watching. I think my best childhood memory, I think it was the 1988 Olympics or 88 Back then, it was every four years, I think. Um, Anyway, I just remember, for some reason, that year, I I think it was that year, um, the Olympics, I was really into it. And so ever since then, I've I've paid more and more attention, not just for the sport of it and the actual game, but obviously for what the athletes wear, you know, that kind of coincides with what I do. Um, But I think it's fun and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's Americana, it's patriotic, it's I like to watch and I I especially like and, and I like the fact that it's a week long. There's all different events. Um, and you know, there's certain events that I like to watch out at like a public space, like a, you know, a sports bar or a friend's house and kind of cheer on the, the, the team. I I like, and then there's other events that I probably only can watch at home, like, like tennis, usually in the summer Olympics, because I'm, you know, it's a different type of event and I'm usually yelling at the television and obviously I need to do that at home. Um, but anyway, let's get to what they're wearing. So once again, Ralph Lauren, love, love, love that he designs the U.S. Team USA uniforms. So he revealed his retro inspired closing ceremony uniforms. So I haven't seen the opening ceremony uniforms yet, but as of now, closing ceremony love the fact that they're retro inspired this is this is right up my alley so uh winter games in south korea they will be our our athletes will be wearing a white puffer jacket so puffer jackets if you remember a few weeks ago i talked about um coats i started talking about different coat trends this is very on trend and i don't think a puffer coat is really out of trend to me i just think of a big ski jacket um but these are like the you know little puffer almost like marsh reminds me of marshmallow coats um so but still stylized not to look so boxy yes N- not not like the the puffer shirt or puff shirt or whatever the heck i called it a couple of weeks ago <laughs> the, the, the seinfeld shirt yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no not to be confused with the white pirate shirt <laughs> yes no oh that's right you did call that that's what i was trying to describe though and i couldn't come yes up with yes yeah yes so white puffer jackets vintage ski and Inspired red, white, and blue is basically what their uniforms will look like. Um, Sort of a block-striped sweater paired with navy fleece track pants with a red stripe down the side. So you you have to go online. You have to Google this and just, you know, type in Ralph Lauren Winter Olympics uniforms or just Winter Olympic uniform for for South Korea. And you have to see this. It's very cool, very retro-looking, but with that, you know, kind of updated twist. 
Um, so I'm excited for this. Um, completing the outfit. Oh, this is my favorite part, by the way. Brown suede, like a mountain boot. I loved with red laces, kind of like a mountaineering boot with red laces and then blue hats and gloves. So, by the way, all of these pieces will be on sale in December at Ralph Lauren Stores or RalphLauren.com or, better yet, TeamUSAShop.com. Very excited. So February 9th is when the Olympics kicks off, and I'm sure before then I'll, I'll know what the athletes are wearing in the opening ceremonies. This was for the closing ceremonies. So, you know, there's a whole barrage of outfits to be shown. So um, that is what's happening. Um, okay, I have another really good announcement, fun and exciting event. Attention all you Sex in the City fans. Sarah Jessica Parker will have a pop-up shop. I'm so excited for this. So uh, you may or may not know, she has a shoe line already. And she has, uh, they, I think they also do dresses, little black dresses and some handbags. Uh, but the shoes are sold. I know they're sold in Bloomingdale's. I don't know where else they might be sold. I've only seen them in Bloomingdale's, so they might be exclusive. Well, now she's doing her own little pop-up shop for the holiday season. It's located or going to be located at 645th Avenue. The entrance is on 52nd Street. 600 square feet, 1600, sorry, 1600 square feet of all of her shoes. So this is exciting. Oh, by the way, it opens on Black Friday. Not so exciting. So (laughs) of course I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't plan on being out that day. However, I realized... I will be because there's a home ranger game. So my plan is to swing by and see how long the <clears throat> how long the line is. That's my plan. Otherwise, I'll probably go during the week. Well, do pop-up stores have mm-hmm. pop-up websites too today? That's a good point. Um I don't know. Hmm. Not always. Okay. But maybe she would. I know not I know in the past I've been to pop-up shops that do not. It's just the shop and that's it. It's open for a week. But right. she is a pretty big brand. Right. So maybe she does. I'm not sure. Although I didn't see anything. I feel like it would have been advertised that it will be available online as well. Hmm. So I'm thinking no, but uh, I'll do some investigation okay. and, and get – Yeah, because I, I, I know I thought the same thing once upon a time when I was going to another pop-up shop. I thought, oh, I'll just order online. But that makes sense. But the point of a pop-up is temporary. They get a certain amount of inventory in and they sell it and that's it. Well, if they did – Online, they'd have to have additional inventory, and how would they control that? Plus, the pricing obviously would change. The pricing this would change. way, the right. store you can keep the price very low. Yep. in theory. Yeah, because there's mm. no shipping and all yeah, that yeah. other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's kind of kind of get in, get out. You get your stuff, you get out. Um, but there will also be little black LBDs, little black dresses, and handbags. So it's November 24th through December 3rd. So. Not a long time. She's she will be there. I, I'm going to go just to see. Now I've I've only seen her shoes online, and they're very cute, very classic pumps, um, all different colors, a couple different styles. Um, but of course, now that she has her own pop up, I feel like this is going to be something extra special, and I do want to check it out. So it'll it's for me. It'll depend on crowd. The crowd control, <laughs> because I anticipate a pretty intense crowd, like a long line hmm. for this store. So I will get in there. It's just a matter of when. So that's exciting. Um, oh, and I also just read yesterday, I think it was, that Victoria Beckham is pairing up with Adidas. And she's going to do. I love this. I love all these designers popping up, pair, teaming up with sports companies and doing their own line. I will absolutely buy 
whatever it is she puts out. I saw some sort of news thing where she was apparently running on a a treadmill in high heels. Yes, I saw that. What was that about? That was promoting the Adidas line. All right. Yeah, yes. It was saying, you know, she's – I saw the same thing. She is, uh, I guess – promoting I, I just saw a clip of it it was on instagram and i kind of was just scrolling through but i know that that was related to the news that she's teamed up with adidas and going to do her her own sportswear line so that should be interesting um i mean she's you know it's a sports family to me i always i saw a picture recently of uh her her husband her beautiful children and it must have been one of the younger son's soccer games because he had a he was in soccer uniform and he had a big medal around his neck and the entire family looked like they were a walking advertisement for it could be any Nike Adidas it could be any sports i mean she looked fantastic they were all in they all had the same shirt on i don't know what the shirt said i couldn't read it she had a jacket over it but I thought, wow, what a cool mom and what a cool family. (laughs) Very, very, very attractive family. So I like this idea, and I will definitely, as soon as I see any of the pieces, I will report back to to my thoughts and uh, probably look to purchase some. Okay, so speaking of stores, brick and mortars, department stores. This is a hot topic in the fashion world right now. So thoughts on department stores. Will they be soon soon be a dinosaur? Um, I think, you know, this has been kind of, we've seen things in the past like Nordstrom breaking into Canada. We've seen things like, um, you know, store within stores. I feel like department stores are becoming a little bit of a thing of the past. Um, and many, many reasons. The first, I think, obvious one is we're talking a huge, huge area, a huge rent, a lot of real estate there. And the way people are shopping, as we know, has changed. I don't even want to say change. It's still changing, but it definitely has changed. So, you know, I recently read an article saying, what is the best thing a department store has to sell today? And the answer was real estate. So one topic was Lord & Taylor, Lord & Taylor in Manhattan. So the flagship store on Fifth Avenue. So I didn't know this, but I did a little research. It opened in 1914 and they had a men's only entrance, a separate men's entrance, three dining rooms, an equestrian section, uh, equipped with a mechanical horse so you could try out the merchandise. I like that three dining rooms. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, the first thing I thought of was, oh, I wonder if one was like, you know, what what kind of themes were they? Was one Italian? Was one more Mediterranean? Was one more a cafe? Yeah, yeah. I like that too. Oh, the shopping is too much. Oh, we, let's go get some lunch. Right, right. right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I just think, you know, I also read somewhere – a quarter of American malls will be gone by 2022. So, and I do think that, you know, that's, it kind of makes sense. It's different the way people shop. Um, sales have been down 12.6 billion from 14.2. Um, and also, I just think, again, it's a different experience. And I think when, when these stores open, it was about the experience. Come here. You can buy everything in one spot or almost everything in one spot for places like Macy's and Lord & Taylor. But we want our website to be that way. I mean, I think it's really still pretty close to what we want. Yes. I mean, we, we won't, I don't think we go to specialist websites as much as we go to, say, Amazon that has everything. Everything. 
Right. So having a department store that sells almost everything still, I think, would be attractive compared to a specialist store, unless you're looking for something very unusual. Well, I think this, but even still with Amazon, it's not just Amazon product. And mm-hmm. so you've got a lot of different options. And in a department store, yes, they have certainly over the past decades brought in different, like I said, shop within shops. But they still, like you can't find certain brands in a Lord & Taylor right. or in a Barney's or in a Bloomingdale's, Macy's. Macy's mm-hmm. Yeah, That's where you get a little tricky. And then, of course, there's the whole retail side of it. So, for example, I wear the brand Allison Olivia a lot. My wardrobe is filled with this. I shop at I shop in a lot of different Allison Olivia's, but there's one particular on Madison Avenue that I go to. I know the girls there; they've known me for years. They know exactly what I look for, whether it's for me or if it's for a client that I'm pulling for. Um, and I know the entire collection, so I know what's coming in, what's being made, what's not. Often, there are pieces made that are exclusive to the department stores, so I have to then go to Bergdorf's or. Um, uh, sacks oh. to get something else. For example, there was a shoe recently that they did for, and, and they say, oh, that's retail, quote unquote. So that means it's for the retail stores, not for the boutiques, because they have to have some way for the retail store buyers, some incentive, you know, for people's, for them to shop, for them to say, well, hey, how are we going to get customers to come into Saks to buy Alice and Olivia when they can just go to the store down the street, the boutique? So what and yet they do you is you can't have everything go to right. sex. Correct. So what the designers do is, and again, I know this firsthand because this is the brand that I love and I know it inside and out and I shop it very well. So, you know, often there will be, or there will be a coat, let's say, and it will be one, the same coat, one, one color at Saks and one color at the boutiques. And the color at Saks is exclusive. You can only get that at Saks. So again, there's an incentive for the customer to shop at Saks and still shop Alice and Olivia and vice versa. There's an incentive to shop at the boutique. You know, there's certain things that are only for the boutique. Um, so it ends up being a, kind of a, you know, a line A and line B when a designer designs a line. Um, and most of the designers, it is that way. There are certain things that are exclusive to certain department stores. And then other things you can only find in their store. I mean, that makes sense. So, so um but I, I don't know. But, but anyway, back to Lord & Taylor. Uh, so sales are down. Hudson's Bay Company bought Lord & Taylor in 2015. We know this. They, I think they pretty sure they also own Saks. So recently they announced a deal to sell the Fifth Avenue building to a tech startup, WeWork. And by the way, $850 million. No small uh, chunk of change there. And basically, Lord & Taylor will rent one to two floors and turn the rest into its global headquarters and shared office space. So this is my point I'm getting to. Dinosaur. It's because I think it's going – and that's a shame. I have to say I have really, really fond memories of shopping at Lord & Taylor as a kid. Yeah, but you know that won't go away. And that's, that store will still be there. It will still be there, yes. For the, so for the retail person, they're gonna, it will look like no change has happened. In well, a sense, no, I don't know. You don't. You think? I feel like they're gonna. I feel like they're gonna change. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I guess. Right. We'll see. I, I'm not sure. I think it's all changing. I do. I think it's all changing. And yes, you said the magic word, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. That being said, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to switch gears when we come back and talk about end of 2017 is coming. What's next? You'll want to hear this on 1490 WGCH. 
Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so last note on Lord & Taylor. Bob and I were just discussing. Bob, you said you're, you love the one in Stanford. Yep, I do go to it quite a bit. And I said, oh, I, I love it too. I actually, it's nicknamed for me in my household is The Secret Spot. And here's why. One, because I like the fact that it's just a standalone store. You get in, you get out. It has its own parking lot. Lots and of parking lots. Lots of parking yeah, lot. Yeah. It, they've just remodeled it, correct? That's true. Well, at least the men's portion which is the only part i ever see yeah well they were doing i know they were doing upstairs a couple months ago last time i was in there probably four or five months ago and they were doing by the accessories so Uh i'm assuming they probably you know were doing the whole store i see um yeah you get in you get out and i don't always find what i'm looking for but often when i think of that store whatever it is i'm going for i'll find something so i'll find something close to what i'm looking for and uh because a lot of times i forget about it Mm. And then when I remember, I go, oh, yes. And then for sure, I'll find something, you know. Um, so, yeah, I call it my secret spot. It's my, kind of my go-to spot. Like last-minute things. Oh, I know I, you know, I don't have to truck all the way into the city. Um, I don't have to. I could shop on Greenwich, but sometimes the avenue gets congested and hectic, especially during the holiday time. And I thought, well, I don't know if I want to deal with traffic. But Lauren Taylor, my secret spot, yeah. I know I can get in and get out. So, all right, having said that, we're going to switch gears here. A little bit. And um, wrapping up 2017, I can't believe it's almost over. So thinking about kind of what's next, what's next in not just fashion, but interior design. And I, I thought about this because interior design and fashion work hand in hand for sure. I always talk about, um, oh, in another couple of weeks, probably first week of December, we'll, I'll be announcing the color of the year. Pantone will be announcing their choice for color of the year. And I always talk about it here on the show. And um, that basically if affects all home decor, interior design, as well as fashion. Um, even tech now, techie things are getting into that, you know, uh, fashion-y side of it to, you know, show off color. And Well, I've heard recently that Pantone's not the only one that, that chooses a color each year. Who else? Well, Benjamin Moore has yes. had a different color. Yes. Yes, but surprised. I think Pantone kind of well, makes they, the announcement and kind of, I mean, I'm sure lots of companies have their colors. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, I think Pantone, for whatever reason, and I'm sure there is a reason, they kind of will choose the colors and choose a palette and then pick one for the color of the year. But there's usually a color palette for the year and then kind of roll. Every, everything is kind of influenced by, by that choice. Okay. 
in in fashion and in interior design. But yeah, I I mean, but Benjamin Moore, I think it's more just about the paint. Well, color. certainly, Get, that's their product. But Pantone, yeah. it's not. So mm-hmm. Pantone, this effect, like I'm saying, it affects all different things. Like you'll start to see. Uh, so if greenery was the color of the year, so I actually not too long ago saw a green mixer for the kitchen. And I mm. thought, oh, wow, color of the year. So it starts to, you know, influence little things like that. And it's mostly, you know, art, architecture, home decor, and fashion. These are the things. Um, but they started to say, like, but we see it creeping into technology, things like an iPhone case. Or, I mean, think about it now. Now it's not just what color iPhone do you want or what iPhone do you want, what White, color do you black, want. black, or silver. Or rose gold. Oh, rose gold. Rose gold. Okay. White, black, silver, rose gold, I think. No, and there's another color. Um, there's like a gold. Yes. Oh, just a regular gold. I think actually that's okay. the one I have. You know, I don't I don't really care what color <laughs> I get because I have a case on it. Oh, <laughs> but, but anyway, I think my iPhone 10 is black, though. I don't know. The new one. The newest one. Anyway, to me it doesn't matter. I'm putting a case on it because, you know, I will drop it and crack it so um but we see this happening so i thought what's next in interior design what can we look forward to seeing um because again it goes hand in hand what's happening in the fashion world for sure so and things are becoming more um accessible and i think we're seeing things like in the fashion world we're seeing things that are doing double duty i always talk about you know now you can wear this jacket and wear it day to night and here's how to wear it or this pair of shoes or that as opposed to full on outfit changes well the same thing is kind of happening in interior design so for example monochromatic textures and patterns are going to be are, are trending right now and going to trend into 2018 so it's kind of the same thing in outfits i've been talking about texture and patterns and you know mixing patterns and mixing you know checks with polka dots and how you do it well you have a common thread you know you have a color common color combination um same thing too in interior design it adds dimension to a space just like it adds dimension to your outfit um single cushion sofas Trending due to their kind of sleek and easy feel. I like this. I actually have a, in my living room, I have a single, I think it's very neat and clean as opposed to like all the cushions and things get lost in between the cushions and, and but so on. But the little throw pillows, pillows are still Yes, yes, there. yes, yes. Okay. The little throw pillows are good. I'm talking about the part yep. you sit on. Yeah, mm-hmm. the single. So this is trending. Antiques, interesting enough, going to be trending for 2018. Um, and, you know, to me, this isn't something that trends or not or doesn't. I think this is a personal taste. Um, I love antiques, but very, very sporadic. My house isn't an antique type of place. However, I, I like a few very special pieces, um, whether it's something that, that's that been in the family or it's something that I purchased. Um, to me, because, you know, you have to be careful with antiques. If it's not done really well, it starts to look a little bit like a museum. Um, so, uh, but I think the point of what I was reading was uh, even younger generations, even millennials now are kind of looking towards buying little pieces and kind of infusing it into their home spaces, uh, you know, little pieces, special antique pieces. Mm. Also, upgraded kid spaces. I thought this was very interesting. So lots of built-in spaces. So I saw a picture of an example of this. So basically, there were, it was a picture of children's room, two bunk beds, and there were like built-in drawers, and there was a built-in desk, and it was all very – I thought, oh, that's great. It was just very, very easy and convenient. Um, so 
Uh, I also saw in the same article there was a playroom that had really carved out like a homework nook and PlayStation and there was a, a not PlayStation the game play like an area to play and then an art section and kind of more defined but it was one room it was just a little more categorized I guess I guess that's up to you and 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 your children and how how you like to maybe some people just want it all one room or just whatever but I like the fact that there is sort of designated areas I think it could help creativity for kids I, that's what my opinion is but um I don't know I think of like how we work. I mean, there's a kitchen, obviously, for cooking. And there's, you know, if you have a den or an area where you'd like to read, usually that helps. You know, a a family room where the TV usually is, you know, kind of like that. But, But yet spaces where they can double as a couple of different things. So if there's a play area, there is a homework area. You know what I mean? I I think that's good. So you can get more into one room and still have some open space for, I don't know. Building a, a yes. castle or, or yes. doing some exercises. or Yeah, yeah. yeah I, exactly. I think that's important. It's, it's kind of like structure without structure. Kind of like, okay, here's this designated area, like you said, but yet, you know, an open space where kids could just play or do whatever it is they, they, they've got to do. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the comeback of color in our homes. This is funny because I read a lot of interior design magazines, and I follow a lot uh, on social media. I follow a lot of different companies. And I have to say, I am so sick of seeing a gray living room or a gray kitchen. I mean, <laughs> no, wearing gray is fine. Or beige. It's like, now I love these colors, but I'm like, but I also love color. So um, I'm happy the comeback of color. It's just me. I remember years ago. I th- I want to say at least ten years ago. I think it was right after I, I bought the home I live in now. I remember it was all about a red dining room. I remember when my husband and I were looking at houses. We, I said, if I see one more red, as, as in the walls were painted red like a burgundy. Holy cow. Yes, this was a trend, I remember. And I said, if I see one more red living room. Oh, I'm living gonna, room. Okay. Living room. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dining room. Dining, dining room. room. Yeah, dining room, not living room. Dining room. And that was the thing. Or do you remember when an accent wall was the trend? Everybody would paint one wall in the room. Jesus, still seems like a nice idea to me. I, I think it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I just think it was very, like everyone was doing it. Oh, yeah. And it was a color. So I'm, I'm happy the comeback of color, but let's see it done in a different way. Um, and lastly, hybrid of spaces. So basically the dining room could also be the library. I love this idea. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. I myself, I have rooms. Now I don't have a gigantic house, but it's, it's a big, big house for two people. Let's put it that way. I pass through rooms that I never use, but I'm passing through them to get to another room. And I thought need to utilize this space better you know and that was more i think we naturally try to i mean that's i think what quite often happens with the dining room table is it turns into an area for doing artwork or reading at or you know it gets used for a lot a lot of things because that big table is so useful not mine you should see my now my kitchen table that yes oh i see dining room no No. it's literally you know i pass through it and so anyway live and learn i guess so i'll be looking maybe i'll turn my dining room into a library that's a great idea okay (laughs) Honey, we've Book got cases. a new project. Bookcases. And and it'll be all of color. <laughs> I will say that. All right, so that's it. That's uh, what's what's to look forward to in 2018 for Trends in Interior Design. And I'm excited to look forward to what's happening in the fashion world as well. 
Uh, and uh, next week I'll have more about the Winter Olympics and hopefully we'll know by then what they are wearing in the opening ceremonies. Very, very excited. And lots more to talk about. Holiday season coming up. Holiday dressing. Can't wait. So join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. You're listening to the station you grew up with, 1490 WGCH Greenwich. More bombshell, tax cuts question. I'm John Trout. Republican Senate candidate Roy Moore is denying a Washington Post report that he initiated a sexual encounter with a 14-year-old girl when he was 32. GOP Florida Congressman Matt Gates, critical of the news. I absolutely agree that if the allegations are true, they are hideous, they are disgusting, and Roy Moore should step aside and, frankly, shouldn't be free walking among us. Democratic leader Chuck Schumer is disapproving of the GOP tax cut measure in the Senate.